What are you doing? You like playing with the music? Danny's coming in. He's still cranked off eggnog. Look out, folks. Danny, the imaginary producer, playing with all 17 songs that we have here on the Dupe Show. Thank you, Danny. Show it off, baby. Show it off if we got it, right? All 17 songs. What are you going to do with that? Welcome to the Dupe Show on this December 26, 2023. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm your host, RJ Dupree. It's been a super long time since I have got to talk to you, and I'm like, whoa, I've got to go do a Dupe Show. I got to hang out with Danny. I got to see my boy. What's up, Danny? How are you? Looking good, by the way. Looking good. What'd you do today? The day after Christmas. What do you do after Christmas? Yeah, yeah, right. The gym was full. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Whatever. You haven't even missed leg day in like, what, six months? Congrats, buddy. Looking good. You look like you went to the tanning parlor, Starbucks, and the gym. Did you hit them all? Good. Good. Way to go, Danny. Yeah, I respect that. I, uh, I did not. Yeah, so thank you. Work out for me, would you? Appreciate that, buddy. Appreciate that. Hard working. The hardest working imaginary producer in show business, Danny. Good to be here today. Thanks for being with us, Danny. Now, uh, Danny, do you, are you done with the music? Is that it? You showing off? You're done showing off? Thank you. Thank you. Let's put a little something in there. Play a little music bed, in these, as they call it in the industry. December 26, 2023. My Christmas was actually fantastic. It was low-key this year. Got to hang out with Mom, keep her happy, which was awesome. It's what I'm here for, right? Danny, that's what you're here for. I've had a terrible cold the last couple of weeks, so I apologize if you guys are catching up on that a little bit. But I do know that I had to get up here and do a dupe show because, A, it's the day after Christmas, and I love the holidays, right? We had a fantastic Christmas yesterday. Chilling with Mom, Dad come by, got to exchange some gifts. Have some great uh, dinner. I love the meatloaf. I love the uh, green beans and taters. And I knocked it down with about uh, half a pumpkin pie after that. So uh, meals were accomplished on Christmas. Gifts were accomplished. It was fantastic. We loved it. Uh, also, last week, I believe it was last week, Spotify sent me this report of my analytics of the Dupe Show, right? And Spotify, one of the... One of the many ways you can find The Dupe Show out there. Of course, we're friends with Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Anchor FM, a whole bunch. whole bunch of ways to, to utilize The Dupe Show, to listen to The Dupe Show. We've got our platforms. That's one of the reasons why I had to get out here and do this today. I've got to keep my platforms, right? I've got to keep these platforms rocking. And if I'm not here every once in a while, they're going to kick me off of those things. And then we'll all be hosed. I'll be hosed. I won't get to talk to you. You won't get to, like, listen to me. And, and we'll all be devastated. Devastated. But anyway, Spotify sent me these reports and they said, Dupe Show, you're in the top one-third of the world and being shared globally. Your podcast is being shared globally at a rate that puts it in the top one-third of the world. I said, well, I, I don't know how the heck that's true. I don't know how that's possible. I mean, I've gotten kicked off Twitter more times than I can count. I try to share it as much as I can. I try to share it on Instagram and Twitter when I can, blah, blah, blah. But thank you guys. You guys must be the rock stars that was making this happen. So thank you guys. 
Thank you for clicking those likes. Thank you for getting those shares out. You guys are obviously the rock stars making that happen. And Spotify acknowledged it and sent me a big fat thank you and get back on the air and all that good stuff. But as you know, as you've learned through the recent dupe shows, we have been busy, super busy. Now, we talked last time how I was moved from Denton, Texas to Oklahoma City area. And we're moved. We have, we've got it all happen. It's all happened. We finally got the couch in the, in the living room. We are finally moved in. I got the uh, smash finger to prove it. I'm going to lose a fingernail, it looks like. Uh, but we are coaching and teaching at the junior high level. We're having a ball. It's been fantastic. So shout out to the kids out there. A couple of the kids have spotted the Doob Show. We've gotten busted a few times out there. So shout out to all the kids. Shout out to my 8th grade girls basketball team. They might be checking in here and there. So shout out to all you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year's. All that good stuff. You guys are rock stars. Thanks for checking in on me. Dude, my cold's killing me, Danny. I blame you. I'm going to need cough drops or something on this, but... We're going to make it. We're going to make it. What else can we talk about today on the Duke Show? The show about sports and whatever. Whatever. So we can pretty much talk about whatever, right? I mean, whatever. What, what, what do you want? Danny, what do you got? We got some OU, OSU. Yeah, we got uh, we got some of that. We can talk about the dumpster fires that were the Oklahoma and Oklahoma State football season. The dumpster fires that lit up college football around here in the state of Oklahoma. We could probably talk about that. What else we got? Uh, Jeff Saturday. I'll, I'm always sharing some fun Twitter stuff over the Jeff Saturday saga, the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts, who's playing a home game tonight on Monday night. Uh, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers right now as we speak, as we record this episode of the Dupe Show. And uh, staying in the Courts Corner, we could also talk about the, uh, prime time, right? Deion Sanders headed to Boulder to... Uh, to rein in the helm of the Colorado Buffaloes football program, which I find interesting. So we can talk about that. Heck, we can just lead off with it. If you want to hit it real quick. Because the reason, primetime, by the way, a friend of the Dupe show, back in, back in the day, in the days I was Twitter famous at 405 Dupe. Rest in peace, 405 Dupe on Twitter. He gone. Suspended forever. For being one of the most violent criminals you'll ever know. 405 Dupe, gone forever. But 405 Dupe had an opportunity to visit with Primetime a couple of times. Deion Sanders, that's right, on Twitter. Very social media savvy fella is uh, Deion Sanders. And he visited with 405 Dupe a couple times. A couple times on Twitter. So he's a friend of the show. Headed to Boulder. He's going to get the Colorado Buffaloes going. He'll get them better. He'll get them better. I think it would have been cool to see Deion Sanders in the Tampa Bay market at USF. With all the uh, social media awesomeness that he has, all the NIL awesomeness that, that Dion can bring, I thought it would be cool in the Tampa market. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes in Colorado. Colorado's kind of its own thing up there, its own vibe. It'll, it'll go. It'll go. It'll just take some time. Uh, I'm a little worried that Boulder is a place where football players, football coaches go to die. But I think Dion Sanders has an ability to change that. I don't know if he can change it into like national championship quality. 
but he's gonna be fun to play for, right? There's gonna be a lot of kids ready to play for Deion Sanders. So it'll be cool to see if he can get it going up there in Boulder. Definitely gonna be fun to watch. I would lean against it. I think he's got his work cut out for him. Like I said, I would have much rather seen him in Tampa at USF, something like that. Keep those uh, small schools going on the market. Uh, keep those small schools rocking, especially while he's got that big Tampa Bay media market that he could have utilized. And uh, he could have crushed it down there. Could have crushed it. And, uh, of course, the Denver market's nothing to uh, stick your nose at, but I mean, it's its own thing. It's... It's up there in the mountains doing, they, they do their own thing. Everybody knows that. And the West Coast, meh. Meh. Hit or miss, right? UCLA, USC, they think they're going to the Big Ten, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you're not in the Big Ten or the SEC, then you shouldn't even play college football. Okay, that makes sense. Morons. Anyway, I could grab about that conference realignment all day, every day, weeks at a time. 24-7, 365 days a week, conference alignment. Still silly. We still think we need divisions and this and that. Divisions are the dumbest thing in college football. I've said that for years. And as we can see today, divisions are still screwing up college football. Conferences are still screwing up college football. But what do we do? We give them more power. We give the SEC all the power, and then they blow up our skirts and tell us all these shenanigans about how, well, they're going to have as much television marketing money coming in as the NFL. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anybody believe that? Anybody believe it? I mean, the NFL is global booming market. Bazillions of dollars. Watch it pile up. Got the money piled up, the NFL does. SEC ain't that, folks. SEC ain't that. We talked about it a little bit in the last Doom show. How the folks in Washington could care less what Auburn's doing every Saturday. Could care less. But I bet they'll watch the Pittsburgh Steelers game or the Dallas Cowboys game. Little different in the NFL, folks. Little different. We're going to see that when uh, the old SEC get all these super conferences fired up and the money comes in a little short of where they thought it should. <coughs> anyway, how'd you get me off on that, Danny? It's not even like in our notes. Just blabbering over here. Don't send me that. Don't send me that note. Don't send me those notes just to get me fired up, cranked up. We still got a lot of things to talk about. OU and OSU football. We'll start with the Oklahoma Sooners. Six and six, eighth place in the Big 12 this year. Is that good? Is that good, Danny? No, that's not good. It's not good. I was a believer a little bit in the Sooners coming into this season. I was a believer in Coach Venables. Believer in Jeff Levy. Thought Ted Roof was the old school, all right. But I see what they're doing there. Bring him in. Venables is going to run it. Roof's going to help out. I get it. Jeff Levy, the new uh, big thing offensive coordinator, has ties with quarterback Dylan Gabriel. It's great. I got faith. Let's go. But one big problem. All your stud players, they're gone. They're gone. And I don't care who it is, you can take... Any of the top 10, 15 big dog programs in college football, take their Heisman Trophy quarterback, take their superstar stud receiver away, and you got problems. I'm sorry, you got problems. And Oklahoma experienced that this year. Now, do they have six losses worth of problems taking away those two guys? 
No, they shouldn't. But they did. Those two guys are probably worth three or four losses, though. I guarantee it. It's like having a fantasy football team, right? Danny, don't even look at me like that. We had a fantasy football accident this weekend that I don't want to talk about. And Danny's laughing at me over there because he knows. Anyway, what I was saying about the Oklahoma Sooners is that it's like a fantasy football team, right? Now, when you're drafting a fantasy football team, it's important to get your first round right and your second round right and your third round right, right? Well, what happens if you just started in the third round? Everybody else got first and second round picks, but you didn't. You just get third round pick and on. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. You didn't get that first round pick or that second round pick. Sure, you're going to have a lot of guys scoring 14, 15 fantasy points. No problem. But you're never going to get that dude that lights it up for 25 points, 30 fantasy points. Those guys aren't there. So you're not going to win. You might go 6-6. Six and six, Maybe. That's what happened to the Oklahoma Sooners. The superstars are not there. Now, yes, could we criticize this coaching staff for a lot of the things they've done? Yes. They should not have lost six games. They had a pretty good team without superstars. It is the University of Oklahoma. You take the superstars off of mm, Arkansas, that's a different story than taking a couple superstars off Oklahoma. Take two superstars off Oklahoma, take two superstars off of Arkansas, Oklahoma wins the game by bazillions. Probably kind of sort of should have, would have, could have, right? Shouldn't have lost six games. But, without superstars, this coaching staff's going to get a pass. Uh, Coach Venables, hopefully he can get it right. I've always said, I've always said, I don't understand totally why being a coordinator is a prerequisite for being a head coach. I mean, I get it in the old days. It's a chain. I get it. I mean, I get it. That it's on the resume. But now, New School, 2023, they're two totally different jobs, y'all. Totally different jobs. For the last 15, 20 years, they've become totally different jobs. Now, with social media, with the NIL palooza that is hogwash, with the transfer portal that is 2,500 kids strong full of hogwash, the head coaching job is so different than being a coordinator. So different. But hopefully, we see one of our favorite coordinators get this bomb head coaching job, and hopefully he can get it figured out, right? That's what I want to see. Love Venables as a coordinator. And it's always fun for me to root for these coordinator guys, right? I'm all the time finding coordinators I like, and then they become head coaches, and it's it's pretty hit or miss, at the least. (laughs) As Prime says, in the coaching profession... You either move on or you get fired. You got to step up when you can because that's the opportunity. You got to move on or you get fired. You you only got two options. National champions included. Heisman Trophy winners included. You can move up or get fired. That's pretty much it. So in all those guys' case, Coach Venables, Prime, We'll see how it goes. And maybe even Jeff Saturday. We'll talk a little bit more about him here in a little bit. 
But Coach Venables, crazy. Uh, we did see, I'm not big on recruiting, right? We did see this week the Oklahoma Sooners recruiting class coming in after National Signing Day this week is ranked like fourth or fifth or sixth or something like that. Big time recruiting class coming in for Coach Venables, so that'd be nice. Uh, obviously, Bowen out of uh, Denton and Jackson Arnold, uh, four, two of the four five-star kids for Oklahoma. Going to be a big, big deal. The Bowen kid gets on TV, raises the Notre Dame hat, raises. Then I'm committing to Oregon, and then I'm not committing to Oregon. And I love OU, and I should go to Oregon, and not committed to OU. Holy cow. Not a big fan of uh, signing day, putting all these kids on TV. Uh, making them hot squat, blah, blah, blah. You've done nothing yet. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're an all-American Under Armour guy going to be on TV Friday night. Whoop-dee-doo. Whoop-dee-doo. Nobody watches that game except your parents and a couple of crackheads that think they're into recruiting. You ain't done nothing. Get off my TV and quit bluffing the caps. Ooh, this cap. No, this cap. No, this cap. Oh, no, wait. No, this cap. Ooh, got you. Not this cap. I'm going to this cap. Ay, ay, ay. Drives me nuts. I, I try not to watch any of that. But I did see a couple of kids this week that were really cool. They get up there, take their moment of TV, and say, hey, whatever. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I thank God. I thank my family. I, I thank my friends. I love my friends. I love my family. And I'm going to you. It's cool. I like that kid. Get up there. Thanks, some folks. Enjoy your spotlight that is there for some reason. We don't know why. But enjoy it and say where you're going. The end. The end. That was beautiful. I like those guys. I like those guys. But those guys aren't going to get Instagram famous. Like, like I'm freezing this hat or this hat or this hat or this hat. Whoop, got you. Nope, this hat. That's what makes me Instagram famous. Ay, ay, ay. Instagram famous. I got a face for Instagram, huh, Danny? <laughs> no? No? Nothing a little Rogan can't fix, bro. Come on, man. Come on! Get off me like that. Picking on me. Picking on me. Oklahoma State. Let's talk about Oklahoma State. Uh, they'll be taking on Wisconsin tomorrow night in the bowl game. And there's like... Eight kids that actually played for Oklahoma State and Wisconsin going to be in this game. That's great. By the way, the Oklahoma Sooners, they're taking on uh, the Florida State Seminoles here, uh, what, in a few days. Uh, 29th, I believe, that game uh, in Florida against the 13th-ranked Seminoles. I think they're like a 13-point underdog, and it's going to be ugly. Uh, <laughs> ugly. Ugly. Woo. Going back to you, I'm still mad. By the way, I'm mad about the receiving core. The receiving corps got some... Got some cred this year. I don't know how. Marvin Mims was supposed to be a superstar. Eh, he showed glimpses at times. Drake Stoops. Unbelievable role player. Unbelievable. Does what he does fantastically. But you got to remember, this receiving corpse was supposed to have Mario Williams and Theo Williams too. Uh, Theo Weiss, pardon me. And Caleb Williams. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different team. Hold it for team. I'm, I'm still amazed by it. Marvin Mims and Drake Stoops could have been a, contributors to that wide receiving corpse. Like, like unbelievable. If Mario Williams and Theo Weiss might have showed up. 
I mean, that's, that's a nasty, nasty receivers group. But Mario Williams not there. Theo Weiss, I think he's headed to Missouri or something after a disappointing year. Marvin Mims, Drake Stoops are the headliners when they shouldn't have necessarily been the headliners. It killed them. Killed OU. And they didn't play all that great. And Dylan Grayville, he played okay. He played okay. Not all that great. Not what we're used to around here. In the state of Oklahoma, we're used to unbelievable quarterback play. Maybe Spencer Sanders is feeling that a little bit. As I transition back to Oklahoma State. Yo, you was, oh, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin game tomorrow, December 27th. Try to get my blood pressure back down from talking about the Sooners. Let's move on to the Oklahoma State Cowboys. They're, uh, they're usually a little more relaxing to talk about, if nothing else. It does, does help your blood pressure. But I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of mad. Coach Gundy, Oklahoma State, they have done something crazy up there. Put something in the water, in still water, to make the entire team want to transfer out. Everybody wants to just jump in the portal and go. I don't know what happened up there. I think it's a little case of the butt hurts, but I don't know. I have no sources. I don't want us to have sources. I don't care. I want to be just like you guys. I'm a fan. I just happen to be able to blabber on a podcast while I'm a fan. I think it's a case of the butt hurts. Spencer Sanders, transfer portal. What in the world? How in the name of Zeus's Boutte is Spencer Sanders in the transfer portal? How? There's not a stud recruit coming in. This guy is fifth all-time in passing yards at the university. And he not happy. He not happy. I mean, he's not ripping off 4,000-yard seasons like Mason Rudolph or anything or Brandon Whedon. But he's having a pretty good college career. 2,839 yards in 2021. Last year, a little more disappointing. Did Missed a few games from that shoulder injury. Has had a case of the... INT yips for a year and a half, which is bad news for a college quarterback. I guess that'll make you transfer, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get all this transfer stuff. I had a transfer. It's funny. A, a dude on the old Twitter came after me the other day because he saw that I transferred three or four times. I started at a super small school. Then I moved up to an NAI school. Then I tried to go to the NCAA school. I was trying to move up every time. I mean, that makes sense, right? But I could move up in competition. Although I probably should have, could have, would have, shouldn't have done all that. But I thought I could. I don't know. Does that fall under the case of Bud Hurts? I mean, I don't, I don't think it does. But I mean, I guess it could kind of, sort of. But I was trying to move up. Had opportunities to do so. Which, by the way, I finished up my baseball career in Louisville, Kentucky. And guess what I'm doing in two days? Guess what I'm doing in two days, Danny? Get on an airplane going back to Kentucky. I called my good friend Jim Gross. Shout out to Jimmy Gross in Louisville. I said, you know, I'm coming to see you guys. He's like, really? 
He's like, you haven't been here in 20 years, eight months, two weeks, and seven days. I was like, what? You gotta be kidding me, Jimmy. Call me out like that. Call me out. Even though I saw Jimmy uh, last year at the World Series, the Braves hosting the Astros, Jimmy Gross drove down from Louisville. Uh, I had flown out there to Atlanta, and uh, by golly, we got to hang out at the at the World Series, Braves versus Astros. That was pretty tight. So shout out to those guys, Louisville folks. I'll be coming to see y'all this week. Dupe Show's gonna be in town. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Ugh. All right, moving on, Danny. What's next? Come on, we got to go. We got chop chop. I've been blabbering for twenty four minutes. I'm not sure these people want to hear me 24 minutes, but hey, if we go a little long today, you know, you just press pause, press pause, whatever, go do what you got to do. You come back, you press play later, you know, you know, next thing you know, we'll be worth like a bazillion dollars. Like the, you know, the UFC guy that does his podcast, he does it like four hours long for some reason. And he's worth like 90 million hundred thousand dollars or something. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Our sponsors aren't paying that much. But I'm not talking that much. Maybe maybe I should just blabber longer, right, Danny? I don't know. What else you got? Jeff Saturday. That's right. We promised to talk about Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, the uh, All Pro ten time or so. I don't know. Probably probably my probably more like five or six All Pro uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, well known for being the center. Uh, through some of the great years for the Colts up there with Peyton Manning and blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's been on TV for a few years, right? A great analyst on ESPN, NFL Network. I think he was more... I think he was ESPN more than NFL Network. But I wouldn't swear to that. Quick timeout. Danny. Danny's lost the music. It's what you get for playing with all the songs. Okay. Thank you, Danny. A little something, something. Keep that bed rocking. I can't hear anything anyway, so hopefully it's not like blasting people out. Jeff Saturday, analyst ESPN, and by golly, they hire him as the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts head coach. No experience. Boom, you got this head coach. Come on in. And as, as I talked about earlier, I'm not totally opposed to this idea. Head coaching nowadays is totally different than the coordinators. Totally different, right? I mean, a head coach nowadays, you got to deal with the social media, blah, blah, blah. You got to deal with the PR, blah, blah, blah. You got to deal with the political correctness of the media, blah, blah, blah. You got to deal with this guy being happy. You got to deal with that guy being happy. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. It has nothing to do with coordinating strategy. Although you kind of got some say here and there. But really, it's more blah, 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 blah than it is football. I have no problem with letting them rip with a guy like Jeff Saturday. And I like, uh, by the way, Mike McDaniel Daniel, down there in Miami, I love that guy. Fantastic X's and O's. And he's pretty good at the blah, 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 blah. But, ugh, they broke my heart yesterday when Tua threw all those interceptions. They donked it off against the Packers. I game hurt my feelings a little bit. Hurt my feelings. Come on, man. Tua, what the heck was that? I guess today they put him in concussion protocol. They're saying that he, you know, played with another concussion and hurt and that. And I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of the concussion police. Do I want these guys getting blasted? No. But I also understand there's 400 people that smashed their head into the ground yesterday. And I don't know why the concussion pe- police pick certain ones. I don't, I don't get it. 
But I've had 14 concussions, so what the heck would I get or so? I, I, I lost track. My head's bounced off the ground too many times to count. I don't know. Concussion police are after them again down in Miami. But I have no problems with Jeff Saturday being the Colts coach. Like I said, he can handle all the blah, 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 blahs. Although, I also wouldn't have a problem if Jeff Saturday got fired because he was on the wrong end of the largest comeback in NFL history last week against the Vikings when they had that 34 to nothing lead. And it squandered it. Squandered it. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable game. But that didn't put me in the final four in two different leagues of fantasy play. Oh, Danny, I don't want to hear it. He knows I took a bad beat yesterday in fantasy. Bad beat. I don't even want to bring it up so mad. But in the final four with a team that was drafted in first position. Ran out all year in first position. We lost a couple games. But it was great. It was, it was smooth sailing. Get to the final four. Take a bad beat. I got waddled yesterday. One of my favorite players. I got waddled against me. And then I had to pick between Cam Akers... And Latavius Murray, I picked Latavius Murray like an idiot. Oy, oy, oy. And Cam Akers has 35 fantasy points, three touchdowns, 112 yards or something stupid. And I love Cam. Should have rolled with him, but didn't want to mess with that. Defensive front of the Denver Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett. Pfft. I don't even know why. What, what am I thinking there? What am I on when I'm thinking that? I mean, yeah, the defensive front of the Broncos have been okay. But the Broncos suck. Oh, my gosh, they suck. At an unbelievable level. Unbelievable. Nathaniel Hackett got fired today. So that tells you how bad it was. Tells you how spot on the, the critique of they stunk is. He got fired. Probably going to fire all the staff. They stink. They stink. And they got guys playing offensive line, playing left tackle that the Cowboys were, like, bringing in for backups last year when they were all beat up, right? The NFC East, by the way, fun story here. The NFC East last year, I was, I mentioned it on Twitter that that entire conference had lost their offensive line. Entire conference. Like, literally, like, 48% of the offensive linemen in the NFC East were gone. They were knocked out. IR. Injury prone. Tough season. The NFC East became the NFC least. What happens this year when they get all those dudes back healthy? Holy smokes. The NFC East going to the playoffs. They all going. Well, they all got a chance anyway. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun to watch the NFC least went to the NFC East. And they, they're good now. They're good. They're good. Philly. Philly's. Woo. Philly good. Jalen Hurts. Got it. Cranking. Cranking now. Cranking. And now, being around here, being a little bit of a Sooner homer, out of all the first-round picks, quarterbacks, the Lincoln Riley sent on to the NFL. I said, Baker, Baker, you have no, no reason to be a number one pick overall. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. But if anyone in the world could turn around the Cleveland Browns and spice it up and bring the bake energy to Cleveland, this could be the guy. For that... I understand if you take him first overall. The Browns did, and he did that. And his quarterback play wasn't wasn't that great. <coughs> Excuse me. 
It's still not that great, but woo, he's had a big couple weeks out in L.A. for the Rams. It's been fun to watch. And last night, last night, Bake had this sweet little short throwing motion. Woo, woo, woo. Just boom, top of his, right at his ear, and boom, right at the ear, boom. And his hand was staying closed, right? You see this picture sometimes of Bake where he reaches way back and opens his hand back all the way to where his palm is facing outside and the ball is facing backwards. And what what is that? I don't get it. That's a long, funky, funky uh, mechanics. Funky swing for a guy of Baker's status. Man, he, when he's keeping that, when he's keeping that throw tight, short and sweet, fantastic. When he reaches back, look out! Here comes a wobbler. Might not be in the counting. So hopefully, and Baker was fantastic last night. I think I saw him reach back a little too far once. So everybody talks about, oh, system this, system that, and getting with the coach. Well, I'm telling you, he was throwing different last night back to a younger Baker. His throwing mechanics were better. But anyway, back to my point. I talked about Baker not being a number one pick, but I talked about him being possibly perfect for Cleveland. Uh, you, t- you look at Kyler Murray, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's fun, but I, would, I wouldn't pick him number one overall. Uh, I mean, number one overall is supposed to be the man, the can't miss. Out of all the amateurs in the world, this is the guy I want. This is the guy I need. This is the guy that could take us to the promised land. I didn't feel that from Kyler Murray. I didn't. He's good. He's great. I I just didn't feel that way about Kyler. But Jalen Hurts coming along, and I said, this guy's not a number one pick. He's not going to be a first pick overall or nothing. But I love this dude. Love him. I mean, the guy is a baller. Baller. He squats like a Volkswagen, and he's a baller. And I loved it. That game where he came back in college against Baylor, OU versus Baylor, was unbelievable. Unbelievable what he did that day. Baylor just crushing the Sooners halftime, and I said, you know what? It's going to be weird. I actually tweeted it out that day. Rest in peace, 405 Dupe on Twitter. Rest in peace. But you can't hit me at show day dupe. Show D-E-D-O-O-P. Nowadays, me and my 37 followers, you can hit me up there. I tweeted that day that it's weird. They're down like four touchdowns, but they're going to have to slow it down. Slow it down. Let Jalen do his thing. Let him run some zone reads. See if we can crawl back in this thing. That's exactly what they did. Jalen goes down the field twice on some zone reads. Pop, pop. And next thing you know, they're back in the game. Jalen continues to come back, beats Baylor that day in Waco, and it was phenomenal. 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 Only guy on the planet that could have brought the Sooners back that day. It was fantastic. Almost as fantastic as the Army-Navy game this year. I'm just saying. (laughs) I take some heat for that. I love the Army-Navy game. I love their triple option. I've watched it all the time. You know, when, when, OU, when OU should have lost to Army a couple of years ago, I went out and bought some Army shirts, right? Because I was so, like, enamored and almost proud of the way Army played that day. I was like, dude, I got to get some clothes. These guys are amazing. They had one mistake where they had a holding penalty with, like, three minutes to go in the game. They dropped back and had to throw their third pass of the day. And their possession of... T- their time of possession that day was like 75-80% of the game. 
So, now it's third and long after a holding penalty. They had to throw their third pass of the day, and it got intercepted. To, and the Sooners bailed the game out on that interception. And the Sooners weren't stopping them. They weren't stopping Army. That triple option was trucking. Without that penalty, the Sooners going to lose that day. Woo! They're going to lose. Army could have, should have, would have, caught have, almost had it. Could have won. But after that, I went out and bought some Army shirts. I bought another Army shirt just the other day, as a matter of fact. So, so uh, viva Army, live on, go Army. Whatever they say. I forget. Danny, what do they say? Concussions are kicking in. It's not Viva Army. I didn't think that was it. I didn't think that was it. Anyway, the concussions are kicking in like crazy. I've gone like, this could, this could be the longest show of the dupe show tenure. Of the entire resume of the dupe show. What are we looking at here? 37 minutes. I don't think that's a record. I don't think that's a record, uh, Danny. We got any sponsors to think? I mean, we, we can always think. Othello's on Campus Corner. Go out to Campus Corner. Othello's. Get your pasta. Get your pizza. Love those guys out there, Othello's. Big time sponsors for Oklahoma City Sports Radio for a long, long time. Othello's. Campus Corner. We love those guys. Who else you got? That's it for today? That's it? 37 minutes? One sponsor? Killing me. Killing me. Next week? Well, next time we're here. I've been super crazy busy, y'all. I wish I could do this every week. I don't know that I can. Seventh grade social studies is no joke. No joke! Teaching them kids. Trying to keep them off the ceiling. Hooking up the eighth graders with some basketball knowledge is no joke. No joke. But it's been a blast. It's been fun. It's been very fulfilling, very rewarding. Just very, very busy. Anyway, that's it. Danny, crank it up. Get me out of here. That's it for December 26, 2023 episode. What number are we on, Danny? 24? No, we got tw- this 25. Episode 25 of the Goop Show. Now done. Now complete. I'm RJ Dupree. Thanks for joining me. I'm out.